0: He was told to be a little more authoritative with his directions after yesterday. Oh, we need to talk about that. Good Friday morning, guys. My name is Jerry Miller, and this is Real Talk with Keith Smith. Thank you kindly for joining us live in downtown Charlottesville on a show that chitter chatters, real estate, life, and the pursuit of happiness through strategic and entertaining, entertaining decision making. Judah Wickower is our director. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were gonna say something. Huh? Come again? <laughs> what did he say? Strategic. read. Uh, Judah, the director of this fine and fair talk show, a brother from another mother. Keith, a brother from another mother, the star of our talk show. The show archived online at RealTalkWithKeithSmith.com. Judah's got his microphone in front of him. That shocked me this morning.
1: So, Judah, what's, what's this about being more
0: authoritative? What, what's that all about? Oh, I don't know if he's got a three-shot setup. He's doing quite of right is, now. Does he have the moving, three-shot but, ready to go?
1: Yeah. Uh, you know, one of these days, what we really should do is put a camera on him. Oh, and, he has a camera on him. Does he? <laughs> uh, or, <laughs> yeah, it's right uh, here. Right, it's, the it's, duh, right yeah. there. <laughs> There's seven cameras in the studio. <laughs> I've been doing this so long, I, I don't even see the damn thing. Is it seven? One, two, three, four, five, six? Seven. Seven. Really? One, Look at that. Seven. One,
0: two, three, yeah, seven. four, five, six, seven. Each of those. Uh, That's this
1: many, Jerry. A buck,
0: buck thirty-five, right there. Um, so Judah got the uh, authoritarian. Maybe not the best description. I, we have, I encourage we have, an we have a new, voice. We have a new podcast. A new show, <laughs> and the uh, and the new host uh, did not apparently know that me counting down from three and pointing at him meant that you're live. And Granted, it was the, the host's third show. So uh, sometimes uh, a little communication as opposed to just using hand signals can be beneficial.
1: So uh, one of my favorite movies in the world, Cool Hand Luke. That's great. Movie. What we have here is a failure to communicate. So it's all about, <laughs> it's all about which communication, is, which is funny. You know what you
0: can't do too
1: much of? Communicate. Communicate. Yeah, there's, there's no such a thing as over You cannot over-communicate. Well, I don't know about that. Most uh, people tell me to shut maybe up. Maybe my wife
0: would say there's no <laughs> such thing as over-communicate. People, people, uh, uh, I, I <laughs> maybe you're a wife.
1: <laughs> uh, no, no there's a lot of people in my world. I had a meeting with somebody the other day and, um, at an executive <laughs> level, and I threw out an idea how to solve a problem and so forth and so on, and the person turned to me and he goes, that was the first time you've heard that too, right? I said, you know what? That was the first time I heard that. You know, open mouth, uh, insert. Insert foot. Insert foot. Insert foot. Uh, well, I, you know, I, those of you who have watched the show long enough to know that, you know, I think with my mouth moving. So, so I kind of think through things as, as, I'm, as I'm talking about it. I think them. that's fairly common. Not a lot of people I know I know a lot of people that actually thoroughly think about something before they say that i don 't think i 've ever been guilty of that, so uh, it doesn 't mean that i don 't say anything uh, uh, worthwhile it 's just whatever 's in my heart and head comes out and, and sometimes it 's entertaining sometimes it 's good sometimes it 's like smith i can 't believe you just said that uh, but what I want there 's a couple of things and i 'm glad that i 'm glad that we had this little authoritative conversation because later on after we take a look at at this AMI data, which just really rocked my world. I never really did the percentage differences in growth in a short period of time. Uh, I want to talk about some conversations I've been having with buyers because uh, I'm trying to get uh, uh, speak with buyers to come on the show to a talk about it. their experiences. And it's a little difficult. Most people are not as comfortable in front of microphones and cameras as maybe you and I are. And so having seven cameras and one, two, three, four, five, I think. Five- it's- Five microphones, um, yeah. uh, a director, a host, a co-host can be a little intimidating. That's fair. Totally fair. On that end of it. But look, show, show, so what, while we're talking about this data, any real estate agent that is watching or listening, do me a favor, if you've got a minute, type in a couple of success stories you've had with buyers recently. In other words, how you helped them, how you helped them navigate the process either prior to uh, the contract, or after the contract, uh, you know how we used our skills and our professionalism to help navigate clients through, you know, the, this this buying of homes and selling of homes um, is is a very complicated process. Um, and so, if anybody, I'm going to tell a couple of recent stories. But anybody on there, if they can, I'll me. highlight
0: my friend uh, Gary Palmer. Hey, we'll Gary. highlight Ray Cadell. We will highlight uh, Mr. D.L. Scott Q, one of your happy clients over there. And Jamie Turner, the real estate investor. Scott Thorpe, the commercial broker. John Neal, the commercial broker. One of the Shenandoah Valley's finest backstops is watching. Mr. Michael go. Plecker. There you go. Trip Stewart, the prolific uh, real estate investor, watching the program. Harold Hertz, another prolific local real estate investor. Liza Borcius, MJ hey, Arquette, the queen of marketing. And Cully Baggett, the developer, just to name a few. Viewers and listeners, the show is dynamic, and we encourage you to shape the discussion by asking questions or sharing your experiences, like Keith is about to do.
1: Well, let's talk about let's talk about the AMI first. While well, this gives folks an opportunity to go ahead and type in and 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 share some experiences. And...
0: Should J Dubs put the slide up? Let's put the slide up. Okay, you're uh, calling the play by play here on the slide there.
1: So what I, what I did, uh, and this is a direct result of conversations I had at the Virginia Governor's Housing Conference, was took a look at the uh, Charlottesville Metro Statistical Area. So it's called the MSA uh, for the Area Medium Income, so AMI. So we'll use these acronyms regularly, but MSA means the uh, Metro Statistical Area, which is Charlottesville, Albemarle, Favana, Nelson, Green, um, it does not include Louisa. Okay. Louisa's in a different MSA. And area medium income is AMI. So these numbers we're going to throw out here in a minute, and the slide looking at it, is whatever that number is, then that's the middle, right? 50% above that number make more than that, that amount. 50% of, of that number make, make less than that amount. And it was interesting. So if you look at that slide, you know, 2016, 17, 18, 19, and 20... And to include 21, it was, you know, there was a couple ups and downs, but it was a kind of a gentle slope if you take a look at the uh, trend line. But what I found interesting, from 20 to 21 to 23, there was a 30% tr- jump. So 2019, excuse me, 1920, 2020. Now I'm telling you how old I am. 2020, <laughs> 2020 to 2021, it was ninety three thousand nine hundred and ninety three thousand seven hundred. dollars So let's call that flat. Kay. So it was $93,000 for two years from 2020 to 2021. Then it jumped in 2022 to 11200 11, 11, So that in itself was a 20% jump. And then from 22 to 23, it jumped from 111,000, I'm rounding numbers a little bit, to 123, which was roughly another 10%. So between 20 to 21, it jumped 30%. And if you take a look at the slide, right after that, I asked the question, why? And I started asking myself, why, why was there such a big jump between 20, 21, 2020 and 2020, which was pretty flat, and today of a 30 percent jump. And I'm going to let you jump in because I want to have you share your reasons first, and that, or your thoughts first, and then.
0: I think this is a direct reflection of a handful of factors. Factor number one: we have had an influx of out-of-market population, out-of-market people. I see it firsthand, hand all over my neighborhood, across from me, next to me, catty-corner to me, all over the street. Folks coming with bags of money from Northern Virginia, D.C., the Northeast, Manhattan, Connecticut, Denver. We mentioned uh, the tenants that we have in and around uh, Charlottesville and Elmorrow.
1: Speaking of Denver, I just had a cup of coffee at Lone, Lone, Lone Light, I think they're calling it. I was talking to a guy at the coffee bar, um, has a home in Denver, has a home here. He's a he's a techie guy. He's going Back and, back and forth and sitting here working in a coffee shop. Go ahead. I'll nearly
0: look. a third of our tenants have been in this area less than two years um, looking for flex space. Um, you, Bloomberg called the Charlottesville area 15th, or excuse me, ranked the Charlottesville area 15th in the nation from a hybrid remote work um, population base, citing nearly one in four workers. So 25% of the population is working remotely or hybridly. That's an indication that folks are working for companies not tied to this market in some capacity. Um, and frankly, it's getting so expensive here from an qual- everyday life standpoint that those that are on the financial margin are choosing to leave. And those that are on the financial margin, as they leave and as wealthy folks come in, because of hybrid, because of quality of life, because of all the reasons we work here, the area median – live here, the area median income is going to uptick. Viewers and listeners, what are your thoughts? So, I see your comments coming in.
1: So just to put it in a little perspective, from 2016 to 2021 –
0: need you the, can go back it, to us and just flip that slide off on an on and inch, you know?
1: The area median income grew 18% in one, two, three, four, five, and six years. But from year six to year eight, it jumped. Um, well, really from 21 to 23, so that's three years. Jumped 30 percent. So it's roughly 10 percent year over year if you divided it equally. Even I could figure that one out on uh, on that end of it. But you know, so I've been asking myself, okay, so where did where did this? income go? Because in 2016, it was 77, 2017, 76, 18, 89, 1989. So basically 216, 217 was flat, 218, 219 was flat. There was a jump of 89 to 93 between 19 and 20. But once we got past 21, it just rocked and rolled. So the question is, is where? what did was this... happening
0: during that time? Yeah.
1: So this was the pandemic, right? Huh? This was the pandemic. But we've been talking about this forever. Where, you know, people are moving outside of this rubber band that we've been talking about, right? And where are they moving to? And they're moving away from the area. So, what I think you're seeing is an uptick of, as you said, high dollar jobs coming in, people retiring. High dollar
0: people coming in, not necessarily even high dollar that's jobs. What I, that's
1: the second half I was yeah. going to get to. You got high dollar, because I got two meetings today. Yeah. That, Buyer meetings with this buyer profile. I've got high-dollar jobs coming in. I've got retirees out of the Northeast or wherever they're going that want to come back to UVA, bringing their dollars with them, bringing their their uh, high retirement income because that's what it is. And then the local and, that's up, and it's squeezing the marginalized folks out. Of it. And this problem is just. And this is what they were talking about at the Virginia Governor's Housing Conference about you know how do we how do we fix this? And I I think if we broke out a couple of crystal balls, we might be able to figure it out one of these thousands of years. Um, But I really wanted to know where they went, right? And I started looking at the other side of the mountain and I started looking at the MSA that has Louisa in it. And you're starting to see a balance of income there. You're not seeing these big jumps. I don't have the data with me at the moment, but you're not seeing these big jumps, Jerry, of that. But this is only solidifying that the people that are in this area, right, in this MSA, in this metropolitan statistical area, are moving into other ones that are working here, and they're traveling this hour, hour and a half, or whatever the timeline is. I mean, take a look at the data at Lake Monticello. Right, 350 I think it is, is the medium sales price. So I have to look it up. I, I don't know off the top of my head. You know, way back when, that was where the, the quote unquote blue collars, or that's where your quote unquote starter house is. I, I just was shocked. I didn't know the percentage swing until I did it this morning.
0: Multiple people are asking uh, for, for me to relay our information of what's going on at Charlottesville High School and the fact that it's closed today. Due to uh, no teachers and substitutes uh, available for work, I will share that news for you on the I Love Seville show, guys, at 12:30. Um, I appreciate you asking the question. I will get to the comments about AMI here. I'll highlight this with Keith Smith. Northrop Grumman has got that new $200 million facility in Waynesboro.
1: Got a client that's moving. That's that's. I got a client. That is running the construction side of that whole... 331
0: thing. jobs at this headquarters by mm-hmm. 2028.
1: Yeah, so what, my point is... What do it, you think
0: the average income is of those jobs?
1: Oh, I, I don't know. I actually asked my client that to see if they would know. I got know that, that information. I would love to hear it.
0: $94,000 the average income. Let's call for it those six figures. Three three 331 figures. jobs fully staffed by 2028. Six figures. That's Waynesboro. That's a headquarters in Waynesboro, three hundred and thirty one people, Northrop Grumman investing two hundred million dollars in Waynesboro and the average income
1: ninety-four
0: thousand dollars.
1: So while you're chatting, every year
0: you have raises, they get perks, they get bennies, and they get salary increases.
1: Yeah, so while you were looking at that, I was just gonna take a look at what the AMI was for the other other side of other side of the hill. Back on the back on the um, just to talk to wrap in the school teacher thing, it's exactly this conversation we're talking about right now. You know, area medium income, or oh, this is the household income, is one hundred and twenty-three thousand dollars. If you put two teachers' salaries together, you don't even get close to that. The starting teacher, I can tell you in Fulvana County is around fifty grand. So you put two of them together, that's hundred grand. You're not, you're not there.
0: I think the uh, the Charlottesville situation is a reflection of. Um violence in the schools and deteriorating professional conditions from what the teachers have relayed to us. And I'm really
1: the wrong guy to talk about this, because I grew up in the New York City school system where, you know, just getting in alive and out alive was a win. So I think when I entered high school in the early 70s, the amount, the city was broke in the amount of teachers, the student ratio of teachers to kids went from 30 to 60, i literally didn't go to high school in my last two years of high school you know they didn't even care so i come from it from a very different different perspective and that's for your noon show i just wanted to throw out my, yeah, my personal 12:30. Um,
0: james me. watson your brother-in-law uh this friday when the i mean this is obviously the talk of town what's going on at charlottesville high school sure um he says this friday today when the high school does not have enough substitutes or even full-time teachers You have to wonder how much the cost of living is impacting the ability to maintain or
1: attract teachers. Well, that's the comment I was making. Right. He
0: also says, additionally, parents who may be struggling have less time to put into their schools and their students as parents. It's a great comment from James. We've been sent by um, seven teachers uh, that work at Charlottesville High School a video of a massive brawl that took place yesterday within the school I am not going to air the video. I will show the video to Judah here for context so he's prepared for the program. Multiple teachers trying to break up the brawl yesterday, and they were called into— Do they have
1: a resource officer there?
0: Charlottesville High School does not have a school resource officer. There you go. Albemarle County Public Schools have, have brought the school resource officers back. The teachers were called into a meeting after school yesterday after Charlottesville Police was called to the school. Uh, You had uh, nearly a dozen Charlottesville police officers on site at Charlottesville High School yesterday. And administrators tried to work with the teachers and explain look, you're essentially going to have to do more with less. And the teachers have said, enough, we're frustrated. And and they have a a sick out. There's a sick out today.
1: Look, you know. A staged and
0: strategic sick
1: out. So, so, you know, to to talk. And by the way, back when I was growing up, school the teachers were unionized. You're not even unionized here. Uh, Charlottesville's a union. Yeah, Charlottesville's is union. Yeah. Shows you how much I know yeah. about it. But look, I mean, it, it's tied into housing and tied into what we're talking about. This is kind of the direct result of not having... Um, not having enough uh, housing f- to meet those needs and it's, and it's all kinds of level of frustration, but $123,000, I, I don't know any city school teachers, I don't know what the average salary is of it, but you know, if you put two school teachers together, maybe you might make the medium area income. I can tell you if you pull up um, anything on CNN or Fox or any of, your, uh, any of your news sources on it, this is the first time just to afford an entry-level house in the country, you got to make over six figures. One
0: hundred eleven thousand uh, dollars, four hundred thirty-five a hundred thirty-five thousand dollars house. Now, ladies and gentlemen, this is an American statistic for you, a, a, a countrywide stat, if you may. If you take a four hundred thirty-five thousand dollars house, you you, you got to clock about one hundred eleven thousand dollars as a household for a four thirty-five k purchase. We'll welcome Mayor Snook to the program. Hey, Mayor, how you doing today, Nikki tonight? Chambliss? Tom Powell. Welcome to the program. Uh, Julian Shaver. Thank you kindly for joining us. Seth Liskey, Looking forward to seeing you on Monday at 8 a.m. One of downtown Stanton's prolific investors. Joshua Tracy. Welcome to the program. Kevin Yancey. Johnny Ornalis. Kyle Miller. Heather Walker. One of Johnson Village's finest. Albert Graves. Bob Yarborough. Rob Neal. Chad Wood. Hello and thank you kindly for watching the program.
1: so the area medium income for Stanton Waynesboro MSA, which includes Augusta, is 78,000. So the last time we were close to that was 2017. So their 2003 area medium income for Stanton Waynesboro MSA, which includes Augusta County, is 78,000 dollars. So the difference between seventy-eight and one hundred and twenty-three, I can't. pretty significant. I can't do that math in my head that fast. That's but, pretty significant. So that's what's happening, and that is the, the area
0: median income in Waynesboro and the Stan area is going to jet rocket up.
1: Correct. It and will then, jet rocket up. And so then, when does this rubber band stop? Right, and 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 does it just Buckingham County? Well. Uh, Rockingham that, County? That could. We could take a look at what Buckingham... Would love to know the AMI for Buckingham County. I can do that. Bill
0: McChesney I? will ask your question live on air. I'm, I'm seeing dozens of comments of Charlottesville High School being in shambles right now. Yeah, um, Bill <laughs> McCh...
1: I don't have, you know, I don't have enough intelligence or information to speak intelligently about it. I come from a very different perspective on on school systems.
0: We'll offer that perspective on twelve at, on the I Love Seville show at twelve thirty. Viewers and listeners, we have, but it does impact housing, the right? hallways. It
1: does impact housing, right? It, it it impacts housing, and I think a lot of it. What you're going to see um, is when you have folks at one hundred twenty three grand and, and up, and in that area, they're probably going to send kids to. Uh, Private school instead of public school. Definitely, what's happening. So now you've now you're seeing the public or homeschooling or homeschooling. So you're seeing the. Uh, we have a couple of homeschooling
0: uh, champions on the program. Ginny, who is yeah. one. Carly Wagner is one. Thank you kindly for watching. Go ahead.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, the only person that can homeschool my kids would be my wife, because you would not want to be homeschooled from Keith Smith. Uh, Lonnie but,
0: Murray, welcome to the program. One of my favorite viewers and listeners, Betsy Nugent, on the show. She's got a flawless. Forehand on the tennis courts. Dan Pettit, your backhand, flawless as well. Bill McChusney asked asks this question here about Fluvanna County. How sure. about the increase in Fluvanna water and sewage fees? How do you think that will affect the sales in Fluvanna County? I so, also have this question coming to you as well. The so, Charlottesville Area Association of Realtors has got a website out where it's lobbying in support of upzoning. People are asking your thoughts on that. First, the fees in Fluvanna. We love the Buckingham uh, AMI. The um, show is moving and shaking. And I, I know that, start brother. chugging that coffee. I,
1: I, I know that. So I, I want to make a correction because I pulled the wrong AMI limits for uh, Stanton, Waynesboro, and Augusta. So I want, I want to correct that. I was trying to quickly get into the website and click the wrong, wrong button. It's 92000 it's not 70, it's 92,000. Oh, so, um, so that's closer to, to the buck 23. It's closer to the buck 23. And that makes sense. So I
0: apologize. And that's still going to go up.
1: Still gonna, it's still going to go up. But uh, you did want to ask about Buckingham. I was actually in... Uh, the rent calculations, not the not the household calculation. So Buckingham is seventy five. <laughs> That's a pretty large delta. Seventy five. Yeah.
0: Seventy five AMI for Buckingham County versus the one twenty three three. It's 123.3, three three, right? One
1: twenty three three hundred thousand.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, for the Charlottesville. Um, MSA. Which includes
1: Fluvanna County. So what was the question on Fluvanna? Was the water?
0: Uh, County. Nora Hunt. Um, Nora Hunt's got a good question for you. You have so to look at. So back
1: on the back on the Lake Monticello. Water rates, yeah. What they really, if you picked up a copy, Bill, if you pick up a copy of the Fulvana Review, all three pages of it. uh, Sorry, did I say that out loud? Um, Which newspaper is not three pages? uh, The Lake Monticello Owners Association are putting out there for vote an increase of dues about $300. So that's a on the year. Yeah, so that's a substantial increase from roughly ninety to a hundred dollars by adding. That's a twenty-five dollar increase a month. Yeah, it's rather it's rather substantial, um, uh, up to the up to that um, on it. So the water and sewer thing, I, you know, I, I I could probably talk about a couple hours on that. Um, the the question is is you first need to kind of understand the history of it, which I do intimately. Um, so. Lake Monticello Owners Association owned the water and sewer company up until 97. And it was under a consent order, several consent orders from DEQ. Um, I actually, have, I have Polaroids. I don't know if those who remember what Polaroids are, but I, used, I have Polaroids. I think those are pictures. Of, of pump stations overflowing all kinds of nasty stuff into the lake. And the only reason I know this is I was doing a development at the time, and EPA and DEQ wouldn't let me connect into their system until I, I paid $450,000 to increase Lake Monticello Owners Association system. What happened was is they were about 30 days from getting shut down. They sold it to a company by the name of AquaSource, which was a Enron company. Ooh. And we know what happened to that. They, they, filed go, they, ban- well. they filed bankruptcy. Then Aqua Virginia came in and bought it. And part of the contract when they bought it back in 97 and 98, I think it was 97 or 98 on it, was like Monticello negotiated with the Enron company that rates couldn't be increased. I believe it was 20 years or some long period of time. So what happened was Aqua America, Aqua Virginia, made $14, $15, 17000000 million dollars worth of improvements because they had to, and now the bills come and do and uh, but if Lake Monticello would have done the right thing and took care of the system back then, back on the three hundred bucks, do you want to bet a bo- bottle of bourbon?
0: I think you're going to owe me a bottle here.
1: Oh, I don't think so. So you think you're
0: going to win the bet?
1: I think I am going to win because the bet.
0: you know what? The next council meeting it's open for public comment.
1: And then I think they got two more on the books. Yeah.
0: They, well, that's what we mentioned in the last show. Yeah. yeah.
1: No, two more on the books in December. So- I. I uh, it's going to be squeaky clean. Oh, I don't know. So we clean. have a
0: bottle of bourbon bet on Smith. Actually,
1: might win one. We'll we'll okay. we'll we'll see. Uh, I I think if, if uh we could probably tweak the bet a little bit. No no
0: no. Well well, how do you want to tweak it before I say no? Yeah How do you want to tweak?
1: Uh, what we think the vote count's going to be?
0: Oh I I I think the only uh, dissenting vote it would be I think
1: one. There'd would... be one dissenting vote. I yeah, think. Lloyd. Yeah, I think
0: so. I think it'd be a four-one. It depends. It depends on what. Hap- I mean, maybe maybe BP uh, BP Brian Pinkston gets in the dissension, uh, but I think Pinkston's in favor of it. You think it's going to happen within the next forty forty?
1: Uh, well, in theory, in theory, not that it. Forty five days, and, and you know the way, and, and and the the good mayor can chime in uh, on it. I mean, in theory, they can vote for it right after the uh, public hearing. On I don't the think that would happen. I think politically that's not That would be happen. a nightmare. Yeah, that, that would, would be... show
0: that they're basically marginalizing the public comment and not considering what they have yeah, to say. Yeah,
1: I mean, that's just... I, I, that's not good optics. I, it's just... Not good governance. Right, right. Right. Forget about that. That would mean we don't
0: care what you say. We had a vote no matter what.
1: Yeah, well, you know, or you can take the approach of of this has been going on for a while. It's been fully vetted. It's been thoroughly vetted at the Planning Commission level and all that stuff that it could do that. But it will pass. The question is, is it this year or next year? And the question is, is the Smith win a bottle or lose a bottle? Who do you think the mayor's
0: going to be, by the way? We got a Judah Wickhauer and I have a prop bet. You got a prop bet on that? Yeah, we have a prop bet. Judah Wickhauer and I. Uh, yeah. Judah, three shots. Set Can I get in that? A, Can I get in on that? Set the stage of our prop bet, Judah Wickhauer. I oh, yeah. <clears throat> got a three shot. You got to do a little chitter chatter on the talk show this. And be
1: a little authoritative. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. We're, uh,
0: Jerry and I have a prop bet on who will be the next mayor. And who are you picking? I picked uh, Michael Payne. Really? Yeah. And you? Who do you think I picked? Uh, who do you think Natalie? You think i picked Natalie? Yeah. No, I didn't pick Natalie. I, don't, I, think it, I think it would not be good optics to pick, uh, vote someone in the first meeting uh, of the year who has never served on council. And I think Natalie Alshrin's future is extremely bright as a councilwoman. But the, the I mean, vote,
1: who, who it should be. The
0: vote for mayor is done in the first meeting.
1: Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah that's, it's that's the I organizational meeting. I don't think they're, they're
0: going to pick someone yeah. who's never sat yeah, on the I dais mean, as a, I, personally, a councilwoman. Personally,
1: I'd like to see one—I one, mean, the mayor—let's let's back up for a second. The mayor has really took you know he's doing a freaking awesome job. He's
0: doing a great job, but he's had back to back terms.
1: He has back to back terms. He took. So if you were betting, took, who would you bet on? Bet on who? Who I would like to see. Who do you think will be named mayor? So who do I think, or who do I want?
0: Who do you think? I'm trying not to man, I'm being
1: a politician. If here. you're a
0: betting man. You're a betting man. Who well, would you bet on that? I think made? Juan Diego is Okay, the right that's fit. who I bet. That's Judah, the right... Judah just took a big gulp right there. I just watched his jugular
1: I, take a... But I don't think that's who's going to get it.
0: You don't think Juan Diego Wade is going to win? We're I think the... Juan Diego... That's who I put my bottle of on. It
1: depends if Juan Diego wants it.
0: Of course Juan wants it.
1: That's for sure, brother. Who would want that job? ex Lloyd. Who the heck would want that The
0: mayor sets the agenda and runs the meeting. Outside of that, it's dog and pony.
1: The pre-pre... The previous mayor to the current mayor you're thought, to thought differently, Yeah, but you're 100% right. All, the, we don't have a strong mayor. It, um, the mayor in the city of Charlotte and I say the weirdest we, I'm not a Charlottesville. I don't live in Charlottesville.
0: Is no different than- But uh, you play a talk show host in Charlotte. I, <laughs> I, I,
1: I know, and I stayed at a Holiday Inn. <laughs> uh, actually, no, it was- a. No, what did I stay so You better at? not have stayed at a Holiday Inn last night. No, I didn't. I stayed at... No, it was the night before at... Uh, oh, this was at the conference. Hilton. And, your, and your wife was with you. Hilton. No, no, I was by myself. The, uh, I was left alone to myself. That's a scary not thought. That's a scary thought. Um, yeah, it's just a chairperson. It's no different than like right. I chair the land trust. It's pomp and circumstance. Chair, it, it, well, it's not that. You do set agendas. You set the agenda and you run the well, meeting. That's, that's, that's a... That's a... Uh, a, a, a powerful thing, setting agendas. Right? You can because I don't think the city council has a steering uh, agenda steering committee.
0: No, said that the mayor sets the yeah, agenda. Yeah, the
1: mayor sets the agenda with no. staff's help. Right. With so that's help. a lot of work. So there's extra meetings.
0: I mean, the staff is guiding them on how I, I, to set the agenda.
1: I wouldn't be. I would. I would personally like to see Juan Diego in the in the spot. I think he, he would be a freaking awesome I think he mayor, would be a right, particularly particularly after all the great work that Lloyd did. And I want to recognize that Lloyd took pretty much a shit show and turned it into a full functioning and operating body. People may not like the decisions made, like what it was, but it, it, it is as far as organizational. Of, I, th- I of think body, what
0: you just said is one hundred percent fair.
1: Right. On on that that end of it, and I know how much work that is to go ahead to go ahead and do that. I think Juan Diego would be a great segue. After that, I would not be surprised if Natalie gets it.
0: We'll see. Time will tell. Time will tell. Uh, This is a good comment. I can see
1: the I can see the highest vote counter uh, receiver of votes uh, being a position if if that person wants it to kind of lobby for it.
0: this is a uh, comment that you need to uh, hear. It's a good one, um, Nora Hunt. Watching the program, Keith, you have to look at North Buckingham though, because those prices are closer to Albemarle County's prices when assessing the AMI.
1: Yeah, so 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 I'm not. Ass- I am to be clear. I'm not assessing the AMI HUDs setting the AMI. I, I don't. I'm just reading off of the HUD website and what the um, so it's, it also doesn't include the county of Buckingham. It has a, a regional, regional area. I, I've kind of moved from a different thing. Just like Charlottesville, AMI is Charlottesville, Favana, Nelson, Green, and we don't have Louisa. Louisa's in a different AMI.
0: Um, questions coming in faster than I can keep up right now on Real Talk with Keith Smith. Viewers and listeners, keep the comments coming in. I promise I will be. James Watson votes Juan Diego way. Yeah, I mean... That- James Watson, would you put your money on Juan Diego Wade being named mayor? And, and you don't have to put your money on here. Anytime you're in the neighborhood here, as you know, James, we have a full bar. Uh, come over for a Are taste. you calling that full? I mean, it's pretty damn full. There's a lot of bottles,
1: I just, but I don't see a lot of full alcohol. I mean, on your or...
0: your rum is the only one that's empty. That's right. Well,
1: we're going to fix that in the first couple of weeks of December. The
0: the all all the other bottles have nice juice. Johnny Ornalis gave us a hundred fifteen dollar bottle of top that. shelf Scotch. I know that. I see. Jo's it, I
1: watching the program.
0: Jo that Johnny Ornalis, I sincerely mean this. Johnny Ornalis, the owner of of, of Guadalajara, of, of of Mexicali, and just an all around nice guy in Judah. We'll weave you in here on a three shot.
1: So if I'm I'd say if that I'm, might
0: be the nicest bottle we've had on
1: the, if I'm bummed, on the bar. If, I, if it's a, if it's a prop bet uh, you and I are in the same that I, I would bet I'm just saying don't be surprised if it's Natalie. Okay. Okay. Um it it, it would be I don't know is, is there is a precedent for that didn't Nakaya Yeah, I mean but those the first were year? very
0: unique circumstances. Those were post A12 2017 like in the in the, in the wake of A-12.
1: I, I, you know, I'll tell you what. Just to participate in the bet so I can pull a different – what are we betting for, by the way, before uh, I open up my Judah, mouth?
0: Judah, characterize the bet, the parameters of the bet. Judah helps set these parameters.
1: Uh, oh, you're talking about
0: when who? someone wins. Uh, the winner will get
1: a bottle of
0: well a bottle of bourbon will be contributed to the bar in the studio okay well that's kind of our
1: normal drink. right
0: right go ahead but there's there's a catch
1: here i'm waiting for the catch there's a catch
0: the cap is fifty dollars and neither the winner nor the loser can drink from the bottle without the other being present that way the loser doesn't really lose so if the loser, yeah, but that's what we always do. I, I know, but he, he The fifty dollar he... cap is going to be hard to keep. It's uh, extremely difficult for me because I went character, but you know, we wanted to do. So it. You, you
1: you agreed to the fifty dollar cap. All right, he so asked I will I will cap, I, I will I will participate in that, and my choice will be Natalie, just to be different. I, I happen to think it'll be. I'm probably going to lose that so you're one. Gonna,
0: wow, I think I think. But uh, so we got. I'm what, what, going to win.
1: I think you're going to win. No, I, I I don't think you're going to win that first one, brother.
0: You don't think. No, no. I, you know, I think I'm a to win two, one from you and him on this bet.
1: No, I don't think so.
0: You you think Natalie's going to get voted? No, no, no.
1: I think... I I'm think... talking
0: about on the mayor bet.
1: Oh, on the mayor bet?
0: You're talking the upzoning bet. He, yeah. This man thinks upzoning is going to be approved and greenlit before December 31, 2023. That's I, what Keith thinks.
1: I, I, it's, it's what my I'm crystal, saying it's after that. It's what my crystal ball is telling me, and then it could be cr- completely cracked and broken, which... It, it has been lately anyway.
0: Oh, Bill McChesney was right. He also said part of the, our bet was no plastic bottles. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you can't, <laughs> you can't buy a plastic bottle of booze. Yeah, yeah. Good call, Bill McChesney. Bill, mayor thank Mattitar. you for clarifying that. Uh, James I didn't Watson, even know
1: it comes in plastic. But. James
0: Watson says all council members are great. I would definitely put my bets on Juan Diego Wade being the next member, yeah. the next mayor. He says all of them uh, are qualified, though. James for, Watson for the page. sake
1: of the talk show, I will pick Natalie okay i'll, take I'll do that,
0: it I, I, what, i'll what? take that we're gonna take it's that action yeah it's, it's, we're gonna take it's, that
1: action it, um, it's more about stocking your bar back up rather than i, than, I think the bar is no it's fine. not you should somebody should take a picture of that that Judah, is not,
0: isn't the only empty bottle over there keeps rum
1: no hold no. on i'm sorry people I, we got off we got off uh the, the, the
0: ragged branch is 25 is 20 full so the, the scotch is nearing its end.
1: So back on Lake Monticello, for the people at Lake Monticello, do yourself a favor, pay attention to the Lake Monticello Facebook and, and pages on that. There is on the table a potential increase or request or a vote for increase of dues uh, by $300 a year. So jumping from roughly 900 to 300 adding $300 to that um, starting uh, 2024. So it'll go in front of, I think, in June or something like that for a vote. And that has about a snowball's chance in hell of passing. Because, you know, HOA docs matter, right? Covers and restrictions matter. In order for an increase in dues at Lake Monticello, you have to have... A significant percentage approving. That's exactly right. You've got to have a, a, a majority vote in favor of it. To do uh,
0: it. Um, questions coming in fast and furious. Tim Carson, welcome to the program. Hey, Tim, how's it going? Brittany Gray, welcome to the hey, program. Hey
1: thank you for the uh, uh, message that you did on Facebook. You're a rock star.
0: Todd Rath, welcome to the show. Tom Stargell, the Golden Apple Award winner. Cascadia's Finest, Andre Xavier. Thank you for watching the program. Queen of Caswick, Olivia Branch, on the program. We love you, Olivia. Lonnie Murray, hello and welcome to the program. Um, Tim Carson, good morning. All right, this is a good one for you. The Charlottesville Area Association of Realtors has got a website out, and I'm going to send it to you. I want to make sure I have the URL.
1: So they're, they're in support of upzoning. Upzoning yeah, in uh, full capacity. Yeah, so what, what is that surprising? The website is Seaville Housing for All,
0: sevillehousingforall.com. Yeah.
1: Well, as you know, I'm pro-housing, right? So this is not surprising to me. And I'll tell you what, um, I'm thankful they're taking a position. That's usually not been the case. So the fact that Carr now is out there actively taking a position, regardless of what that position is, is a huge win. That's a huge win. That in to itself that they were doing, because historically they didn't. You know, Neil is out uh, talking on, on his end, but he does not directly represent... Car Charlottesville Area Association of Realtors, for Car to do that to take a position on something out there that publicly, good for them. It's about time. It's about freaking time. They do that. You know, we. we this is what we do. for So uh,
0: can I ask you a question? Sure.
1: Um, you go to the website. I, I highlighted the URL
0: of the sure. website again. Who is the? Who are the folks leading the charge
1: behind this website? Don't, don't know. To be honest with you don't know i have ever since i got off the board i've been disconnect you know i've just not been engaged too much in cars so i wouldn't know this would be a great question for woody he's on the board what watching watching uh on it don't don't know uh Civil housing for all it's the probably they have a communication committee or team or whatever that has a series of agents and board members on it don't know but uh, when i came off the board two years ago i've i've kind of Focused on doing my thing and and um, getting good data out there and and doing stuff, but I, I do I do. You can ask a couple more questions, but I do want to talk a little bit about the value uh, of buyers agents and some of the conversations I've been. Oh, having.
0: absolutely. We will we will talk that that question: buyers agents and values. Very curious um, if front of the program, Woody would share any insight oh, he's, he's
1: out in California he's in San Diego right now teaching classes so I know he's not gonna if he's got it on uh, oh, he's,
0: he's watching
1: yeah cool well he's uh, it, is, it. it is it uh, is uh, nine o'clock eight, o'clock eight o'clock eight o'clock in the morning yeah out there so he's probably getting ready for his first first class
0: Katie Pearl welcome to the show Kristen Smith welcome to the show Mr. DL welcome to the show Katie
1: it was good to see you the other day at the KWA event thank you
0: um, she's great people
1: Mm-hmm. fantastic that's great, so great question you know what
0: her nickname is on the program no i do not ktp ktp <laughs> we call her ktp big fan of ktp yeah so one of our top oh, ktp i'm gonna go ahead and get ballsy here and say a a top 10 commenter and viewer and watcher of the show
1: her name comes up quite regularly ktp yeah right. and thank you for watching and, and sharing with us so you know uh, any, any other quick questions to attack before we can go I... ahead if you want to talk commissions uh, yeah, so I don't exactly want to talk commissions. Okay. What I want to talk you about... You don't like that word. Uh, yeah, eggs, commissions, <coughs> eggs. turtles, Turps. chickens. It, 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 it's, why Why is... Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. I'll stop. Yeah, I mean, it, because it just kind of gets you into a little bit of a, a slippery slope. Slip, 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 slip. What kind of slope is that? Yeah, that one too. Yeah, okay. That's why the bar, that's why the bar is like... <laughs> Maybe. Uh, excuse me. No problem. Yeah. So yeah, I, ha- I, got- I had, I'm sorry. No, I'm good. I'm going to have more coffee here to help. Uh, well, I've got a pocket full of my own little lozenges. So it's interesting. So I've been, Jerry, I've been having conversations with buyers, trying to bring them on, on board, right. To come on here to talk about, you know, the value of a buyer's agent and how, you know, having a buyer's agent helped. And, and I'm going to tell a couple of conversations I've had, and we can pick it apart and take it from there. And I'll start off with one in particular. Um, so you know, I, I'm, we're not, we're not going to talk about who, what, when, and where. It's just just going to be a general conversation because I promised them I wouldn't use their names and so forth, the particular circumstances. But I got, you know, I spoke to a recent client that we just helped buy. Happens to be a neurosurgeon, relocating from another part of the country to here. Um, wasn't starting his job until 2024. So this conversation, this relationship, was a referral, right? So it started with a referral about a year, year and a half ago. Um, moves from a referral to a basic relationship we were communicating in phone calls and emails and trying to get basic information then it moved into a customer right so if you look at the state law there's these terms that you can take a look at what a customer is and what a client is and then once we started speak when he started to talk about or wanted to talk about specific locations and properties we entered into a buyer broker agreement and set up the buyer broker agreement how I get compensated so forth and so on so the value that we brought to the table was, you know, I was telling this, this couple that's moving to this area, they wanted to wait and rent here for a couple of months and then buy in 2024. I said, look, yeah, you know, in my opinion, you don't want to do that. I think now's the time to do it. They bought about three months ago, closed about a month, two months ago on it. And in this conversation I had, With them, they said, Keith, thank you for being insistent on doing it. Because if I were to buy now, I would pay more for my house and my mortgage rate would have been higher. And exact words from him said, and the 2.5 chicken eggs that we paid you on that saved me between 8 to 12 chicken eggs on that. So my 2.5, what I, what the value that we bring as buyer's agents to the table, having honest and open and direct conversation and helping guiding this, this client through it, ultimately saved them money. Because if they would have waited to buy now... They would have
0: bought a more expensive environment.
1: Substantially more expensive yeah. environment. Plus, they were lucky to get about six and a quarter. They would at least today... Pay one point more, which is about set, we're somewhere around seven and a quarter, seven and a third, somewhere like that on the 30 year. And then they had 20% down and so forth and so on. They didn't have enough uh, cash. So that's the value we brought, we brought to the table. Second conversation I had is a current client, and we'll leave the builder out of this a current client, first time uh, home buyer. Married, about ready to have their first child in December. The builder, you ready for this? Put the wrong color siding on the house. I got a phone call about two weeks ago, in tears, wrong color siding on the house. And what,
0: refused to fix it?
1: First of all, I had to navigate the client that was upset and come up with a game plan, but because I was involved in this and I I have the skill that I have and I I happen to know the the people, the the higher-ups in this particular firm on it, I got in the middle of it, renegotiated, got the signing changed and $10,000 worth of closing costs. So the negotiating skill, now if I wasn't in the middle of that,
0: you got them an extra 10g plus. You fix the problem.
1: Plus, I fixed the problem. If I wasn't involved in that as a buyer's agent, it's not me. But if you were in a buyer's agent, then by that with a certain skill level and professionalism, and they—this is why it's important with new construction in particular. Because if you don't ask for representation, you don't get it. So and, now,
0: and, and the uh, the eggs are baked in anyway.
1: The eggs are baked it's, in that's anyway. A good one to use
0: You're, the eggs, because I could use the verb baked. Because
1: you. you can bake the eggs. Look at you, huh? Thank They're you. hard-boiled. I thought you would appreciate it. They're hard-boiled. But some
0: people bake the
1: eggs. Some people bake eggs, yeah, yeah. they do. Baked eggs are, are excellent. No,
0: they are. They but are. just
1: as, as two they examples are. about the skill and the professionalism that you bring to the table, these are two, case, just, just phone calls I've had in the last, well, one has been working on for a while, to go ahead and, and, and do that. You know, they've got their siding fixed. And this was, this is um, Hardy Plank. So it, it's baked on enamel. All the siding had to be removed, replaced, plus for their inconvenience. And here's the other problem is she's due in December, and the house is ready to be d- done in December. Okay. And we're trying to navigate getting the house completed in time before the baby is born or saying, you know what? We're going to defer the closing until January that you have your baby get settled in and move into the house. It's just a couple of quick examples about how having a trusted advisor and a professional represent you can help and could, could actually save you money. In one case, we saved the client money by, by being insistent, saying, look, you got to do this now. you got to do this now. And this is a neurosurgeon, right? And, and he thought he understood what he was doing. That's the second comment that he made. He said, I thought this was easy until I got in the middle of it. He's only bought a couple of houses in his life. Excuse me, this is a second house in his life on it. Uh, but anyway, I just thought I'd chat about that a little bit. And
0: so you're talking about the val prop of the buyer's representative.
1: And that's, that. at the end of the day, that's what this whole mess is about, is that we as an industry did not do a good job of explaining what our value proposition is to the buyer, how we get compensated, and the percentage of eggs that would get compensated.
0: Yeah, Dan Pettit giving you some props. He said, you also know a lot of people, so that helped, Keith.
1: Well, I've also been doing it for three and a half decades, yeah. so I've got the skills. This is why I said the other day, I'm so excited about real estate right now, it's just, I'm, I'm like giddy about it, because this is when the pros show up, right? And if you're, and, and if you're in, just in the business, you're still a pro. Look, we're down some sixty percent in sales in three years or whatever, since 2020, on that on that end of it. It's going to stay flat for the rest of this year, if you're in the business. Probably the beginning of, of next year, you'll start seeing things tick up a little Ooh. bit. I think you will. I think you will, because these two buyer clients I'm, I'm meeting with today were direct results of the interest rates dropping from whatever it was down to that. They're not ready to buy, but they're ready now to have the discussion about about buying. That conversation wouldn't have happened two or three weeks ago. They would have been waiting. But now's the time to reach out and dig in and learn and work on your skills, work on the 100 things you bring to the table or 20 things or 50 things or whatever it is that it is for you that you bring to the table as a pro. But I'm excited, man. I, I can't tell you how pumped I am about business.
0: Uh, questions coming in. Uh, this is a good one. Where is Keith reading and hearing after his conference that rates are going to go um, in the first quarter of next year?
1: So I didn't say, I didn't say the first quarter rates are going to change in the first quarter. I said you're going to start seeing uh, buyers and sellers picking up in the first quarter of the year just based on the rates that just already moved down, right? So the rates have moved down from eight or whatever to a little bit above, above seven. I, I don't think by the end of 2024, you're gonna see anything with a six in it, right? You may see upper sixes. But the point is, the people that have been sitting on the fences, are, and I've even talked about this, and I've got true life example of two buyers that have been sitting on the, the fence for months, right? Now we're seeing the interest rates go down. They say, look, we wanna re-engage and start having a conversation about what does buying look like for me? Keep in mind, one's coming out of Northern Virginia, excuse me, uh, uh, the Northeast, sold their home, got cash, renting month to month. The other is a young couple, another young couple about ready to have their first child. We want to we move out of a cramped apartment into something that, that we own. And we're now starting to re-engage in that conversation because of the interest rates just dropping down a little bit. I don't think they're going to do anything until the first quarter of next year. But that conversation starting now. And these conversations generally <coughs> are months
0: Excuse me.
1: leading up to actually doing something.
0: Uh, J.J. Bean, welcome to the show. Thank you for watching. Sandra McDaniel, thank you for watching the program. We will highlight Georgia Gilmer, Travis Hackworth, and Danville watching hey. the program. Joanne Mackey, ¿Qué pasa chica? ¿Cómo estás? I hope you got a game of tennis or pickleball on your future. Joanne Mackey. Kristen Smith, thank you kindly for watching the show. Um, questions are coming in. This is a really good one. I mean, just just,
1: just before you jump in, yeah. I just have I didn't look at it until just now. Today, going back seven days, there's only 35 homes that came on the market. I, I, it's ridiculously it's low. Meager. It's meager. The question is: Is th- will this interest rate dropping I or sliding so. down? I drive
0: it- market engagement.
1: No, what it's going to drive is buyers starting to have the conversations. Yeah, having. market engagement. At the buyer's level. Yeah, but it's, I don't
0: think it's dropped enough for that to happen. Not
1: gonna, it's not going to – it's not
0: – it's a it's – a, you know, it's not engaging – not a significant drop here. It's
1: – understandable understand
0: it, but – We're talking like a, a third of a point.
1: I understand that. Maybe. But, but we talked about if it starts sliding in the, in the right direction, engagement will pick up. You're not going to see the seller engagement pick no. up. So buyer engagement is going to pick up.
0: And the reason you're not going to see sell seller engagement pick up is because the
1: rates not long, low enough.
0: There's still too massive of a delta this between what mass- the sellers have this, this, or potential
1: sellers this, have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't think I've ever seen at, at 35. You know, in seven days, it's a low. It's a low number. Open houses are 138.
0: And I think rate. what we're what we're really going to see for the next 45 days is we have Thanksgiving um, six days from now. The month of December is pretty much a wash because of the holidays, New Year's, uh, Jewish holiday. So I don't think people are going to consider putting their homes on the market, frankly, so until you're maybe the, the second week of January.
1: So you're going to start seeing... Uh, I, I, we'll, we'll continue to monitor this and talk about this, but you're going to start seeing the re engagement at a very meager level, right? But you're going to start seeing it on the buyers going, okay, let's start reengaging and talking about this process, right? Gone are the days... Well, I shouldn't say that. If interest rates go down to, like, five, it, it, yeah, if, and that's going gonna, gonna to be a long time before that. I mean, that happens. could be
0: 20, 2025?
1: Maybe even six. 2026? It's going to go around now. But I think as the interest rates drop down a little bit or stabilize... There will be this re-engagement from the buyers to the buyers agents to say, "Okay, let's talk about this. Let's let's talk about this process. Where are we? Where are we at?" I, I can tell you, two weeks ago, I couldn't get anybody to sit down and talk to me about buying. Now I've got two, right? Um, it's going to be just a conversation. We're going to be talking about what, what what what's out there, what trends are that we see on that end of it. But you know, it, it, inventory is, is going to be low, and it's going to be low. I predicted for ten years, but I'll be substantially older than I am now, and may not be sitting in this seat ten years from now. A
0: handful. Hey, 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 hey!
1: hey. Come on. hey. Questions hey. coming. In hey, for I know you. a guy.
0: Questions coming in for you. This is a good one from Brian. Uh, for the homes that are trading, what down payment percentage are you seeing most often? Oh, that's, that's a, a great question. A, that's Got a... another good question on uh active with a kickout for you.
1: Good. Active with a kickout. So we'll we'll take the First the
0: down payment one. The, the down one.
1: the down payment on it. It's still nationally you're taking a look at it, it's still hovering somewhere in the 3 to 15%. You're starting to see some 20%s come into it now, and that's mainly it directly to a reflection of the interest rate, right? So people are bringing a little bit more cash to the table. They may be saving it, but historically, if you take a look at it, and I don't have the the data in front of me, I I could probably pull it up real quickly. You know, it's probably in the 5 to 15% range. So it's staying relatively low. It's a bit of a misnomer that you gotta bring 20% to the table. The thing is, nine people out of 10 by, based on what, Jerry? Uh, monthly payment. Monthly payment. <laughs> Look at you, huh? Look at you.
0: I, I, Where's the star? You got a star. Yeah, yeah, have a star. I've, I've sat across have from you for so star. long. I truly uh, enjoy doing the show and um, learning from you. Um, so oh, stop it. So, no, I, I should say, well, he's Catholic. He, can't, he doesn't take compliments well.
1: Well, you were um, raised Catholic.
0: I w- no. I was raised Southern Baptist, but went to a Catholic school and grew up in a Jewish neighborhood. So
1: you're really screwed. up.
0: I'm a religious nut. <laughs> you're, really you're really screwed. A religious nut. Well,
1: I, I I grew up in an, an Irish.
0: So we we should highlight this. His follow up question is: so the misnomer is that all these deals are twenty percent is incorrect, right? Is what he says? Yeah, yeah He I, says I, I, that's not no longer the case. That is a misnomer. But that's... he follows up about cash deals for you.
1: Yeah, that's been that's been well. We can. We can take a look at how many cash deals. Are done. I can actually do that pretty easily um, out of that. But it's a misnomer, and if there's any loan officers watching, those are the folks that could really, to really do that. But I, I can count on one hand this year, probably less than one hand in this year, that I had a deal with a 20% down, which usually – five and it's weird it went one way or the other right it went from like like you know a few percenters like 3 to 5 to 7% down to 40% down it's just these huge jumps and the the big 40% downs and stuff like that was ba- only built into trying to drive the number down that they're paying per month they're using their cash to drive the monthly payment down to match whatever the interest rates are going so uh it's it's an interesting um thing but while your fingers are firing um, uh, i'm gonna go ahead and take a look at um i've got an actual uh,
0: dan pettit as rental prices continue to go up it does make sense to buy with the lowering of rates uh, and he makes a fantastic point. The, re- the rents are not going down. In so fact,
1: I, I, I got, I got I'm going to say something that's going to get me into a little bit of trouble. You? Go figure, huh? No. Do you know what Yona bought me the other day? What? She bought me a spoon. Oh, a spoon. Like, 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 a, like a wooden spoon. And you want to know what it says on it? It says
0: every time you get in, say something, I'm going to smack you with it.
1: Oh yeah, but I like that stuff. Oh my gosh! Here we go. got a chuckle out of that one right there. Uh, it says S H uh, I. You fill the last word in, Sterra okay. on that end of it.
0: I would say that's applicable to both of us. That
1: is applicable. Al- al-c-u- al-c-u- al-c-u-b- Absolutely. Al-c-u-b-u-b-u-b-u. I'm trying to. I'm trying to find a data. Looking
0: cash deals.
1: Yeah, so cash deals is going to require a little bit of work on on um, on.
0: Paragon. Paragon,
1: but I'll tell you what. Paragon's
0: a very clunky system for those that use it, yeah, it, it for those that don't know. Yeah. Here's the great thing about
1: Paragon. It's pretty pliable, right? But you gotta know how to, You got to you gotta know how to use the pliers. Yeah, it takes a while, too. You just have to get in there and use it. Kevin
0: Higgins, hello. Thank you for watching the program. Brent Lillard, hello. Welcome to the program. Uh, Lonnie Murray, que Hey, Lonnie. Chico? I uh, love when you watch the program. Bellamy Brown. What's up, Bellamy Brown? Good to see you on here. Carol Thorpe, the Queen of Jack Jewett. Jeremy Rowe, welcome to the program. Matthew Horn. Hello, hello, hello. Cur a shave. So,
1: um Rod your voice in a. So, pick uh, the, the, the folks.
0: Cash deals, cash deals. I, I
1: understand that, but I need an area, right? Uh,
0: Charlottesville, now Morrill County.
1: Okay. So, let's. Then let's... we
0: got uh, the active with the kick out.
1: Okay, well, active with a click kickout. Well, I'm looking. Let's see how much you've learned over the years and describe what active with the kickout is. Is why I'll uh, pick out. I'm going to pick also Albumark. called a
0: release clause. I've heard active with a kickout called a release clause. Okay. Uh, typically, uh, something you see in contracts um, by the seller. The seller includes these in contracts. It gives the seller a window of opportunity to be able to keep the home on the market and accept backup offers. Say, Jerry, that was pretty damn good.
1: Jerry, that was pretty damn good. Thank you. Thank Where'd you. you learn that from?
0: Learn. Well, <laughs> you've done that. enough.
1: You've done enough of them I'm, yourself.
0: Uh, I've done a few. Yeah, earlier. so act, active active with a kick out. Bought at, our current home and an active with a kick out. Yeah, scenario. so
1: an active with a kick out is is pretty simple. We enter into a contract to buy a buy a piece of property. It says in there that if somebody brings an offer equal to or, than or better than that, you've got 72 hours, and usually that's the time frame. 72 hours to remove your contingency, right? So, sometimes uh, the contingency that's connected to an active. Generally,
0: it's a home sale.
1: It's, it's sometimes a home sale. Yeah. It could be something else, but as a rule... Not Just as the a home rule. sale for the sake of conversation. For the sake of conversation, home sale, which means Jerry needs to sell property A, the buy property, property B. So back in the day, when things were flying off the shelf, it really wasn't a big deal. Now that stuff's getting a little sticky... You're seeing a little bit. Well, this is why you need a trusted advisor on the buyer side to advise the buyer the risks... And doing that because you can't put a, home, a second home on no, the no no no
0: to advise a buyer who's making an offer on a home that is active with a kickout
1: no advising a buyer who wants to make an offer on a home and insert an active with the kickout so I'm yeah so, that's what I said I, so we're saying the same thing okay yeah, got yeah, it
0: because yeah. so, you basically could find yourself in under contract for two houses.
1: You never. And
0: you do not want that.
1: Well, and again, this is, this is back to...
0: You should put that in layman's terms for the
1: viewers and listeners. Yeah. It's like
0: really simple terms here, because I think you and I are talking, because A, we have good chemistry, because uh, we've been doing this for so long. And I'm, and I'm at a... Sub, and we're
1: at a... This is a pretty high level. Here. Yeah, yeah. So as my father often yeah. tells me, Keith, you're cruising. That's my, right, right, right. That's what's oh, happening yeah, yeah, here. Yeah, 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 So the... the as Set a, it in seventh grade from the beginning. Oh,
0: <laughs> I knew you were going <laughs> to say that. I know you so well. You oh. and I are connecting oh. with the chemistry, and we're speaking oh. at, at, what does Pop say? At the 180?
1: No, no. We're, we're, we're cruising at 44,000 right. feet at Mach 12, and everybody else is trying to get off the ground.
0: I, I can tell with him doing like that.
1: Slow, slow, okay. slow, slow okay. it down a little bit. Okay. But seventh grade is a bit of a stretch for Come me. On. Third grade I can handle.
0: You've got a PhD in deal making, my friend, and in street smarts. Start Third for grade. the beginning. Start Third. for the beginning. I'm supposed to keep you on the uh,
1: and you're doing a lousy job, it, I must oh, sorry. admit, I'm sorry. I'm really just, suck at I'm your job. Sorry. Hold on a second, let me make a note of that. I'm sorry. Talk to Jerry about. Oh, <laughs> so, I'm sorry. look, uh, I'm repre- Let's let's simplify it a bunch. Yeah, you're a selling agent. I'm a buyer's agent. I'm representing Judah as, a, and we're going to want to put a contract on your house, but I've judah has got to sell a house someplace else. So Juder is not comfortable with taking the risk of put, buying your home without selling this, or he can't do his home because he needs a net proceeds from that, which is generally, generally, the, what happens. Is generally the case. So what it does is, hey, I'm going to go ahead and put a contract in on that, and I'm going to say that if you get another offer within 72 hours, I have to remove my contingency and proceed with closing. That's all it really it, all it really means. The risk that I take as the buyer is I can't I can't put a contract in on anything else because all of a sudden now I got a contract on two houses. You can't just terminate contract A because oh, I found another house. Now there's ways around that, but we're not going to talk about yeah, that. Yeah, I wouldn't to talk moment. about that. We're not going to talk about that at the moment. Uh, there's get-out-of-jail-free cards that are always built into And we shouldn't it. talk about We shouldn't that. talk no, about no. that. So, in, in any event, that's what that means. On the seller's side, the risk the seller takes... This
0: is the one we should talk about. Because
1: this the is se- very real. The, the risk the seller takes is it goes into a different place in the search, right? So, it's in the active kickout with the search. So some, And
0: it's actually marked... It's actually,
1: it's marked that way on it. So if you are not searching correctly, you know.
0: Or even if you are searching correctly, it can um, deter interest.
1: Well, yeah, so the conversation I would have with you as as the buyer and all that kind of grace, like, sure, we can go ahead and do this. The backup you, buyer. But you need to, correct, and that buyer number two. Buyer number two. You have to understand, Jerry, that we can submit an offer, we can go through the, the do it, let's do it, let's give it a shot, but all that might do is just trigger the 72 hour kickout closure, and we're back at looking at houses.
0: Because in that scenario, buyer A can then remove their contingency.
1: That's, and that's.
0: Generally, generally what happens.
1: Generally what happens. Right. Because so that, would, buyer, that
0: would discourage buyer B from yeah, doing so something. Yeah, so
1: Judah just goes ahead and gets a second on his house, comes up with a deposit. You know, there's all kinds of ways to navigate this. But I'm bringing this back to this decoupling conversation. This whole dialogue you and I are having right now is why you need trusted advisors at the table. Here's the thing that nobody's talking about this on it and i brought it up in the virginia governor's housing conference when i was talking to the governor's team on that i asked them a very specific question i said guys are you going to start upscaling your fair housing enforcement because without having eight let's assume there's not a buyer's agent involved in a transaction the seller is going to has to be uber careful it doesn't cross fair housing and jerry i had a phone call the other day and I told this potential seller to go pound sand because they only wanted certain type of people to look at their house. And I said, good luck. We're done. Can I have your full name, please? It was a cold call. And sometimes we get tested. And that may be one of those. Do
0: you think that was a test?
1: You know, I can't imagine somebody in today's world being so stupid as to say, uh, I only want a certain, and, I'm, and I don't even want to repeat the words on it, but, but to have certain people actually had a freaking phone call on that. And then when I started pushing back, I need your full name, where's your address, where's your property, click. So it could have been, because I would have reported them in a heartbeat.
0: That's so all you think it was.
1: Freecast. It could have been, who knows? Don't know. A, you'll appreciate
0: this comment. I got worked up on that one. Logan Wells-Kleilo, as you should. Logan Wells-Kleilo watching the program. Hey, Logan. Uh, you'll appreciate this. This is from Jonathan. Uh, gentlemen, I love your show. I love how you take topics that are complicated and make them uh, come across as entertaining and informative. Just wanted to give you props. Job well done.
1: Thank you very much. But, you know, um, if I could keep it at a third grade level so Smith can understand it, then, then we're, in, we're in good shape.
0: Well, sh- I mean, that's, that's how we... We do a good job of that.
1: So Albemarle County, back on the cash question, Albemarle County, single-family detached, no new construction. From the beginning of this year to today, there were 723 sales. 226 of them were cash. 411 of them were conventional fixed. So so those are, you know, this th- 3 to 7%. It, I can't pull out how much were, you know, 10%, 20%, that that kind of that kind of thing. But I can tell you 26 of them, 226 of 763 and if somebody was smart, we could probably figure out the percentage on that pretty quickly. Um <clears throat> I got to calculate the, it. I can do that.
0: I appreciate the uh, kind words. Yeah, thank you. Brett Fish, welcome to the program. Thank you kindly for watching on LinkedIn. Um, Judah Wickhauer, your wheels are turning over there, and I, we're very mindful of your time um, as we head to 1130. Keith Smith, oh, shucks. we need to let the viewers and listeners know, we are in the saddle on Monday.
1: We're on the saddle on Monday, yeah. and are you heading out Wednesday? We,
0: we are in the saddle on Wednesday. Okay, then we're good. Yeah, we, we will be gone a week from Monday, though. A week from this coming Monday. they are going to be gone a week for that Monday. So Monday, the, uh, what day is that? That would be Monday, the 27th.
1: So we're setting our schedules live?
0: No, no, no. no I'm just letting the viewers and listeners <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So we're, 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 we're coming.
0: We are uh, doing the show on Monday for those that are <coughs> we're, asking.
1: We're coming, we're coming up on our Christmas break. Um, and then we'll probably, about by the end of that, have some announcements for December. Because Yona and I are doing our annual trip away. The first couple of weeks of December, and then Christmas is uh, falls on Monday this year. So we might have a limited number of shows in December, but we'll go ahead and do this. But I am working on some exciting stuff for January. We, we've got um, <coughs> uh, Lisa Steravent uh, trying to schedule a day in time for her to physically come in. Uh, give a year-end wrap-up and a year production. Uh, So I'm really excited about that. We'll have Woody sit with us on that. Mm. And I'm still working on trying to bring in buyers. So any agents out there that are watching and listening, if you've got a buyer who's willing, ready, and able to come and sit with us, please reach out to me. I'd love to have them talk about their experiences and, uh, you know, did we, as buyer's agents, bring value to the table, and what did that look like, and what that process was like. So I want to start talking about that in, an, in a high, in a, in a positive, kind of like a master class kind of scenario, but get the buyers themselves to share their experiences. Because clearly, we're not doing this as an industry, and we need to take the opportunity to kind of do that. And
0: DP gives us a little ribbing, a second, second
1: grade level. As, second yeah, grade. yeah, no, thank you, thank you, thank you. I, I Yeah, yeah. I agree. I like it. I, I usually say I keep it at a third grade level, but that offends third graders. So, so.
0: You did a hell of a job today. Yeah. Especially manicured, Keith Smith.
1: Uh, a couple days old. A couple days old. Love the mustache. What he did with the mustache was good.
0: Fantastic. Keith Smith is a realtor.
1: <laughs> That's right. Look at that. Huh? He's a realtor. <laughs> I actually do this for a living.
0: And he would help you. love to help you in the buy, buying and selling process. His firm, Yes Realty Partners... Yona and Keith Smith is and, growing,
1: and we'll have some announcements. And
0: Partners is growing. It is
1: growing. We'll have some announcements uh, uh, depending on how the December cycle show is set, set up on that coming here shortly.
0: So, yes, Realty Partners is growing. I would very much encourage you to reach out to them um, about the buying and selling of real estate. They are fantastic. Judah Wickhauer is fantastic, the director and producer of this fine and fair talk show. Um, Keith's show is archived at RealtalkwithKeithSmith.com, where he has...
1: Oh, my trusted partners. There we go. Uh, trusted partners, please pull it down. If you like what, seriously, folks, if you like what you're hearing and you're seeing, or even if you don't like it, you want to keep it going. Just to have, the
0: trusted partners are uh, vetted by Keith.
1: And, But more importantly, without them, we wouldn't be having this conversation and doing this. So please support them. Uh, they're wonderful folks. And, uh, you know, to keep, so we can keep uh, operating at a second grade level.
0: Real talk with Keith Smith at a second grade level.
1: So, what did we bet?
0: Uh, you bet you. Uh, I took so, Natalie. I took Natalie. Out. Got it. For Judah and Keith, I'm Jerry, and the I Love Siebel shows up in 59 minutes. So long.
1: Oh, we're over. Thank you.